Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode on Feel the Cup Podcast. I am so excited to join you guys for a brand new week on a brand new Friday with some hot discussion and motivation to help you in a brand new week. So I hope your cups are empty, ready to be filled. All right, let's jump into this topic that's, I feel like, going to free a lot of people. So today's topic is all about... The fear of words not said (laughs) or the fear of words unsaid or being trapped in words that you can't say. And yeah, all of that. You already know where this is going. If you don't know where this is going, buckle up because we about to release some things on this episode. So if you guys are like me. You suffer from (laughs) the disease. It's not a disease. I promise it's not. The gift of literally having a conversation with somebody. And this obviously can be somebody you just met. And in the first 10, 30, hour, 60 minutes of knowing this person, you can already tell that this just not going to work. This something I, I know enough that... I know this is not going to work. <laughs> and that that's a lot to kind of, that's a lot of weight that you kind of hold within yourself or within your mind. Because it's like, I know this, but there's, there's some weird moment that I'm having with this person that I don't want to lose that moment. And I probably want that moment to be duplicated in other moments. <laughs> and... I just want my keen sense of discernment to just kind of shut off right now because I kind of want to have some moments and I don't want to be overthinking everything. But let me tell you right now, you better trust that discernment. You better trust the moment of realizing that this ain't going to work. And let's first obviously relate this to the scenario of dating or just meeting someone or figuring things out with somebody brand new that just comes in your life. Because obviously, y'all, like, I've met different men where I'm, like, telling you, first 15 minutes, God already knocking in my head, like, no, Kendra, that ain't you. (laughs) That ain't for you. No, (laughs) ma'am. I know he's good looking. I know he smell good. I know he got a nice smile. I know you got a little bit of money, but that ain't it. <laughs> Trust me, that ain't it. And I'll, But my head will be knocking of just feeling like just in that short conversation that I've had with that person, this would never work. You know, and it's, you struggle because you're like in, in this battle in your mind of, do I trust my discernment and just run another direction or... Do I actually duplicate more moments like the one I'm having now with this person just for the sake of experimenting or just for the sake of possibly having a new companion to text and to talk to and to vibe with and to spend time with? Like it's it's that battle that you have because in your head, you're you're a sociable person. You get along with a lot of guys and it's easy for you to make connections because then the day, no cab. You're a dope person. 
So when you have these moments when you're realizing these things, it's like, what do I do with this information? How do I verbalize this? Because clearly I struggle with just keeping it all the way gutter. And for me personally, I have this you know large array of different friends where I have these different personalities. I have friends where they're like me. They have that strong sense of discernment, but they they hold back from saying what's on their mind. And then I have another group of friends where it's like they are just fearless with just speaking their mind and saying, you know, what they mean and just and I usually envy that group of friends of mine that just know how to speak the heck up. And I'm not gonna say their names, but they know who they are. Because it's it's just it's it's a gift to just know how to speak up. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, we all are meant to be stupid. Not meant. What am I saying? We all are going to go through moments <laughs> where we're going to be stupid for a while. And we're going to have very dumb moments where we just we, that was a dumb that was a dumb move. sis. like you knew you were stupid. You knew that, you know, repeating or having that relationship be as toxic and last as long as it did you knew that wasn't just nothing but you just being dumb you just had a dumb moment but when you get to a certain age and now at 28 I'm just having these revelations where I'm like look I'm too old to be having more dumb moments like the dumb me is it it is it, ready to sit down somewhere and and be deceased I I'm I'm ready to step into the version of me that knows how to speak up relentlessly, fearlessly, and 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 knows how to do that with grace. Knows how to do that with the sake of like if 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 it just got to be me and God, just from me speaking up, then that's okay. Like I'm okay with being alone if if it's worth all of that. So my message, let's first talk to the ladies. Is you know trust that wisdom that that kind of pours into you immediately when you meet somebody new trust that sense of wisdom because it's going to save you some from so much heartbreak it's going to save you from these buckets of feelings that you're going to trip into and that you wish that you wouldn't trip into if you just trusted what you felt in the beginning if you just trusted the red flags that literally just swooped you in your face almost knocked you down from that one conversation if you just trusted that thing boy oh boy how different things would be for you and ultimately just realizing that my life is so valuable my time is so valuable that I just can't even afford (laughs) it's too expensive at this point for me to literally just give time away to somebody who I know it ain't gonna work and obviously a, a perfect example of that is is my relationship with God a lot of men that I met don't match with the man of God quality that I'm looking for. So usually I'm I'm already knowing in that first week of knowing them that, yeah, this just not going to work and you're probably not going to get there the way I need you to get there. And I'm probably going to have to convince you or try to get you to understand, you know, how amazing my God is. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but 
for the sake of you needing to now be attached to me spiritually and, and, and physically and emotionally, this is not a smart thing right now because you're not falling in line with the man of God that I need you to become as far as my future. You're just not falling in line with that. And I don't want to put pressure on you and think that you got to just know God for just the sake of getting further with me. No, I want you to know God because it's going to save your life and it's the best thing that could really ever happen to you. And that's usually a, 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 a pretty instant roadblock I run into with guys. And then my tongue gets frozen <laughs> and then I just don't say anything. And I get stuck in words that I want to say or words that I verbalize to my friends out loud, but I fail to text it out to that guy or I fail to verbally say it out to that person. And then boom, now months have passed, now years have passed, and now I'm stuck in a situation <laughs> that you feel like you can't get yourself out of because you didn't trust yourself in the beginning. You didn't trust that you knew that it wasn't right from the beginning. But you didn't want to be judged for being too stuck up. You didn't want to be judged for being crazy or you doing too much or it's not that serious or, you know, let's just let's just grow together. Let's be on this journey. You know, don't give up on me. We all got issues. We all got problems. But there are there. I, I truly believe that there is just going to be that one person that you're going to meet where it's like, yeah, we got issues and problems, but we met each other at the right time in our lives where those issues and problems, they work for where we're at in our lives and it works for where I'm going. And this makes sense. But there's just certain situations that you're going to come across where it's like, no, sis, that just don't make sense. Like that don't add up. And now you're trapped because you didn't speak up for yourself. You were scared that if you did speak up for yourself, clearly you were just going to be left alone or you weren't going to have multiple moments with that person that seemed like it was going to be pretty lit and pretty amazing because you just wanted to go with the flow. But this go with the flow ministries that we've been trying to uphold is honestly, it's getting tired. I'm, 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 I'm through with it because I, if I, I would be rich right now, if I could add up, <laughs> if I had a dollar for every, you know, God has told me to go with the flow and, and not overthink things. And, and it sounds good. Don't get me wrong. It sounds amazing because a lot of things in life, you can go with the flow with and You might trip into your blessing, but there's a lot of things Whereas, like, if you go with the flow in it, no, it could actually cost you your life because you didn't trust that God-given discernment or or the beauty of even your womanly discernment. You didn't trust it, and you didn't speak up for yourself. Another way where we obviously are scared to speak up for ourselves or scared to speak up, period, is within our families. A lot of us are born into some toxic horrible patterns of families where you you hold it you know secrets that shouldn't be held you know um you see patterns of just so many different things it could be within health it could be within uh, abuse it could be you know when it comes to just dishonesty 
when it comes to just all kind of crazy curses that fall on our family and all and what the beauty of God is he raises up that probably one child to step up and say no this is not okay this is not gonna work anymore like I refuse to be silent I refuse to allow myself to even breed or to even birth another family under this chaos because nobody wants to speak up for the the tragic mess that keeps repeating itself year after year and the people who pass on and die in our families with that with that pattern on their lives with that pattern on their destiny they had no reason to be on their destiny because all somebody had to do was speak up all somebody had to do was say no I don't want to be a part of a family that thinks that this is okay and I only have one life to do this, you know, and I don't want to just be a part of the family that can just laugh things off and sweep things under the rug and just have fun and not address things. Because we all know, and Tyler Perry has shown, Tyler Perry has shown us in his movies, we all know that if you hold on to things, you bound to come across that one dinner, you know, table where everybody just let everything loose and then it, it causes a whirlwind of, of trash and emotions that didn't even need to happen if we just spoke up for ourselves or if we just was honest with, with the people who are our own blood. If we were just real with people, if we were just not scared that they was just going to disown us or not or not receive our information, but realize that it came from love, you know, and. I want to be that radical voice in my family that that speaks up for things that regardless if this person is older than me and they think that that's okay. No, I want to be that that voice in my family to say, no, that's not okay. No, that that's not going to be accepted. No, I'm not going to allow my kids to think that's okay. You know, and I think a lot of us, we can relate to that. We've seen so much crap in our families and because we just accept that and we say this is the norm for black families or this is the norm for Italian families or Spanish families or Caucasian families. This is the norm. This is what the Moors go through. This is what the Williams go through, the Johnsons, you know, the whatever your last names of, of your family breed is. It's like, it's not okay. And somebody has to step up and say no more. Because if I don't speak up, there's going to be a generation that's going to come behind me that's going to wish that somebody would have broke that curse, that somebody would have stepped up and said something, <laughs> said something. And I think a lot of us, we feel like if we say one thing, that the powerful voices in the family are just going to overpower that. And you feel like your voice doesn't hold weight. But that's the beauty of God is that he literally, he births you for just a moment such as that. Like he knew that on that day, at that time, you were going to get fearless enough to actually say something. And he knew that that was going to change the trajectory of how that family was going to now move. And it don't even always have to take tears and crazy passion. It could just take saying, no, this is not okay. And I truly believe that a lot of you are thinking about all these different scenarios of, of, of things that have gone on in your family for way too long. And you feel like you've been dragged in the middle of it, you know, and, and, it, and it feels very unfair. It feels like, God, why would you even 
put me in this type of family. I didn't ask to be put into this. This doesn't make any sense. And you feel punished. You feel like it doesn't make sense. But if you if you feel punished, that's if anything, that's more of a fire being birthed in you to say, I'll be the difference. <laughs> I'll be the exception. I'll be that one that'll say, no, this is not okay. No, we're gonna eat healthier. No, no more sexual abuse. No, no more alcohol abuse, no more drug abuse, no more of us just holding each other's secrets and hoping that they don't come to the light. No more of that. Yes, there are things, there's personal things that obviously your family is going to only know, but there's also personal things that if it's not spoken up about, it could literally mess everything up. And it's just not worth that, obviously. So obviously, if you're somebody like me, who's just super nice, and we struggle from not speaking up, realize it's a gift to have discernment, but it's also a disadvantage. You're doing a disadvantage to yourself to not realize the power of your words. Now, there's a lot of toxic people that that just, they take being blunt in the wrong way. They... They feel like when they got to speak up, they got to speak up to hurt someone, hurt people, hurt people. Or they got to speak up in a way that to tear somebody down or to to read them or to shade them or whatever you want to call it. And they think that that's okay. I'm not talking about that sense of bluntness. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a sense of bluntness that says, I didn't like the way you talked to me just then. I didn't like your tone of voice. I didn't like that you thought that that was funny. I didn't like that that you think that that's okay. I didn't like how you didn't support me through that. I don't think that this is going to work for me any longer. Not that I can't love you. Not that I can't support you from afar. Not that I can't wish you from the best. Not that I even can't even forgive you. But I just can't allow this to be attached to my life any longer. It's been weighing me down. It's been pulling me down. And my life is worth more than that. Just that one conversation can change everything. And yes, in the beginning, they're going to feel like you're the bad guy for speaking up. But guess what? It's your life. And your life is too valuable to allow anyone to make you trapped in your head to think that your mental peace is not worth enough to speak up. Speaking up is so necessary. It's life-changing. It's extraordinary. It's like this sense of... Like, whoa, I really said that. Whoa, I actually sent that text message. Whoa, I actually said something that took months to say. And now I actually really miss that person. But doggone it, I said it. And it's okay. And and I feel better. <laughs> and I don't have to be trapped in my thoughts any longer because I actually spoke up. And, and I'm proving to myself that I have the strength to speak up about more things than I think I do. And that I'm just not going to let any old person come in my life without hearing my voice, without hearing the beauty of what speaking up actually looks like. And it doesn't have to be the typical, oh, you know, black woman rolling their heads and, and pointing their fingers in the air and, you know, and snapping their fingers. It don't got to be that that stereotype or it don't got to be the Spanish stereotype of, you know, oh, yeah, we crazy, we local, whatever you want to call it. I don't know no Spanish or any any type of, I would say, stereotype that you feel like is on your race or on your culture. 
Screw those stereotypes. I am an individual at the end of the day. It don't matter what the color of my skin is. I'm a person that, that bleeds the same blood as anybody else and, and has the same heartbeat as anybody else. And I deserve to live in freedom. And I deserve to not allow myself to hold a bottle of thoughts and emotions that is just waiting for me to take the cap off. Sometimes we just got to take the cap off of certain things and realize that when you see them red flags, trust that thing. And the only reason I'm saying this is because it's been proven. Everything that I felt about somebody very early on, literally, consistently repeated itself to the point where it was like, it's like when somebody put nails on a chalkboard. That's how much it annoyed me as time progressed because I didn't speak up. Because I didn't say that I wasn't okay. Because I didn't, you know, I would say put emphasis on the fact that my relationship with God is a pretty big deal. And the fact that you barely have a relationship with God is not okay. Or the fact that the way you abuse liquor is not okay. Or the way you talk to people at the drive-thru is not okay. Or the way you talk to waitresses is not okay. Or the way you handle your friendships are not okay. And it's just so many different scenarios that I can think of where it's like, man, I just want to speak up. And I don't want to be that nice girl that just doesn't know how to speak up for herself. And that needs other people to speak up for her just to experience a sense of freedom. So I'm rambling at this point, but... I hope that you guys can relate to this. I hope that you will be inspired this week to speak up in your relationships, speak up with your parents, speak up, you know, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, speak up with your best friend, just speak up because the next half of your life is dependent on you opening your mouth to speak up because it's time out for being scared. It's time out for us allowing injustices to happen around us and we don't say something. And and another thing, before I end this podcast or before I end this episode, another thing. Don't think that just because you may have wrote something in your social media or just because you may put a video out on your social media... Don't think that that's the only form of speaking up. Sometimes we got to speak up off of of social media. Because sometimes we think that, oh, yeah, just because I'm saying it on social media, that's really speaking up. Or I'm sending a subliminal message to whoever going to look at my IG stories, whoever going to read my post. I'm sending or, or read my tweet. I'm, I'm, I'm sending a subliminal message. No, we ain't got time for that. We too grown for that. No. Call that person. Text that person and say no. I don't want you to think if I was talking about you, I am talking about you. No, I'm not. I'm tired of that subliminal message stuff through social media. And then we just hope the person get the picture. Like we too grown for that. That was my space days. Like, let's let's break that pattern. The only reason I'm saying it because I've done it and I've done it so many times and I was bound and I was literally held captive in my thoughts because it's like I wanted the person to get the picture through something I posted in on IG, but they really didn't get the picture. But once I actually said it out of my mouth and spoke from my heart, they finally got it. And they finally realized, 
how I've been feeling this whole time. They finally realized the pain in my voice. They realized the fact that because I loved or cared about them, that I just, I didn't want to say nothing. I didn't want to piss them off. I didn't want to offend them. I didn't want to lose them. Like all these excuses that we give ourselves just to hold our thoughts and our and our words inside. But words are meant to live outside of our bodies, not within our bodies. I'm just saying. So I hope that this helps you. I hope that this blesses you. Follow me on Instagram at more motivation, M-O-O-R-E-R motivation. I'm trying to be more consistent in posting motivational videos and inspirational content. That's just really going to help you. I think we obviously see enough trash in our timelines and it's it's always necessary. No matter how many accounts are doing or how many IG accounts are doing it, it's always necessary to have someone shed light on our timelines. And that's what I want to be. I want to be a light. I'm not a perfect Instagram user, but I want to be a light. That's just the bottom line. I want to be a light. I want to share my light. And I want to share my voice with all of you. So just like I'm challenging you to speak up, I got to continue to speak up because life is just a tad bit better when you speak your mind. (laughs) So I love you guys. And I will see you on the next episode or you'll hear me on the next episode if that makes sense bye